I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to my dad wrote a porn of the footnotes. This week we have got the star of HBO's Westworld and self-proclaimed Rocky Flintstone superfan Ben Barnes is with us. Yay! Hello, hello. I'm Ben Barnes. And here's my ass. <laughs> I feel like everyone should have to say that now when they come on. A rite of passage sentence to yeah. utter. Oh, here's I my like ass. It. Yeah, yeah. You didn't actually do what she did though. You remained seated when you said it. <laughs> I did. She didn't just say it. <laughs> and Alice will rub her boots all over it. Oh, Acted all out. God. My face is now gone yeah. the colour of Alice's hair and Jamie's shirt. Oh, no. He was once a fan of the Belinda Blink series. He's now leaving the building. He said oh, he was arrested in this posh office building for getting his ass out within three minutes of being there. I love that you thought about it, though. You were like... I mean, I guess they're asking me, so maybe I should. <laughs> I really didn't think about it. <laughs> well, I don't want to be the one who didn't do it. Yeah. I've been picturing this. You've been picturing this? Yes, this this moment. Because, like, you listen to... I, I, I don't know how many episodes have there been now in A all. lot, actually, yeah. Uh, like... Probably 40-ish? 40, including the footnotes as well. So yeah, 50 yeah, yeah. hours of listening to you guys, and now you're real here right in front of me. <laughs> what a Very disappointment. No, no, do thrilling. we disappoint, do we? I no, it's we thrilling. It's like, it's like animated Disney characters just became real people. <laughs> and I love that all the footnotes guests seem to like talk to each other like after the experience. So you were like, I was talking to Nick about it in Las Vegas, <laughs> having a debrief. So how, how did it go for you? It was way before it, it, we, we, we just started listening to it. Oh, that was really? Years ago. Was, was that back in the day? Yeah. We would like to one day, me and James talk about this today, we were. to get all of our footnotes guests round for like a big dinner party. Oh, yeah. And just have everyone chip in and like discuss maybe when this whole saga finishes I'm not chip in for dinner <laughs> is 20 quid each dinner's on rocket we'd love to do a kind of dutch style where everyone has a- brings a dish and 20 quid i didn't have a starter so bad <laughs> so we're coming towards the end of book three now how, how have you found it i prefer it to book two. Oh, oh interesting. i have to say i don't quite know why it's very <laughs> you said before it's, it's very very erratic like I thought that the yeah. last chapter erotic. was erotic yeah. erratic <laughs> okay erratically maybe erotic. that's why he's writing erratic literature oh my we god it's erratica it's erratica oh for god's oh. sake it's taken us three years to get there he ben, finally makes sense he did it oh shining light on that I feel so much better my dad's just writing erratica it's fine it's, that's amazing <laughs> oh my god what a sense of relief it makes sense as to why business is such a huge part of it 
Okay, fine. <laughs> so why have you found book three erratic? I, I think he's decided to write a story, mm-hmm. but things happen, sort of. Also, the voices have just improved vastly. Oh. I think... Ken Dewsbury, mm. yeah. like you should play him. Like that's brilliant. Oscar that voice is perfect. Worthy. It's nice to like be a long term like blinker and be like, <laughs> now it's actually you're trying to improve on bits of it, which is like so British and endearing and lovely. But like you're working on the voices now, which is best. a thing. Like I feel like you're probably practicing now. I'm not. Re- I don't really practice, and it does show. Uh, I feel I do do a couple of run ups sometimes. I'm kind know. of with you, Ben. I think he's in his room like workshopping it. I yeah. recorded one um, like talking book once. It was like a oh, children's yeah. book. I can't remember, but I had to do like 40 voices in it because it was like, you know. All right. This... They got their money's worth. Yeah, they don't, you, they do not pay well those. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh great, I'll read it and it'll take me a half a day or whatever. Yeah. But then you realise you've got to do like 40 hours of prep because otherwise you're going like, what are you doing? He whispered. Oh, <laughs> Go back. Yeah. yeah, I find that. And also what I find really hard is that, and what's great about my dad's writing is that characters are there for a chapter and then fuck off and never come back. So I'd actually have to deal with remembering any or consistency yeah I can just do it in the day and then I forget all about them which is great but you've also been asked to do some accents which are not don't exist as have I in my in my right. career so far which crazy ones have you been asked to do I did in one of the Narnia films and not the following one because the director <laughs> said that accent sounds really stupid Prince I don't Caspian to do went for elocution lessons between the two <laughs> between movies between maybe two, two and three I did they went don't do that and I went okay <laughs> that was literally the conversation where Michael Apted who was the director went we're not going to do that and I was like but it's part of the, the sort of the character that, but no well I do well, we'll find someone who does <gasps> oh. oh, alright then I won't do it anymore they wouldn't have done and wait. admittedly it was a so you went from accent. so give us a little blast of it I basically based it a little bit in the audition anyway I remember ba- watching The Princess Bride the night before <laughs> oh, yeah. like, my name is Inigo Montoya you killed my father prepare to die and I was like oh that's that was close enough for an audition anyway sure mm. and then I started shooting and they were like so we want like a sort of a Spanish kind of accent like this mm-hmm. and then they, and then they cast a bunch of Italians and like other people from other countries as like my family and they were like oh, God. <laughs> just sort of meld it to be a bit like European European-ish and I was like this is this is offensive European-ish to someone is such a, such a rocky <laughs> or everyone definitely offensive to someone World. But then just gear change. Yeah, and then the third film, I'm just me. Just no accent at all. I just want to rewatch oh, them now. What, just to be spiteful, you didn't act at all? You're like, I'm just going to be me then? No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, I still did all, I still had the hair and everything. Yeah. But that was about it. You did acting hair. There's a sort of understanding that with actors, like you're just allowed to have an opinion about their work. Like you can't go into yeah, no, a shop and be like, I don't like how you stack the shelves. Yeah, everyone's allowed to be a critic because that's half the fun of watching TV or yeah. film or reading a book is that you're allowed an opinion you do know? you read the reviews i haven't read a review in about 10 years fortunately oh now i want to know what that one was <laughs> what the one 10 years ago that was. one i don't mind saying it really because it, it was it was i did a film version of dorian gray yes. oh yeah and it was not particularly well received uh in the press <laughs> I think some of the nastiest things that have ever <gasps> been, that, probably the worst review you have ever read oh, no what did they say Ben I mean they're seared into my memory and I almost didn't do any more acting after that because it was like all on one day they came out and I had to be at a premiere and get on a plane and it was just like a horrendous day um but I don't know if has Rocky had to so deal you, with well, any criticism at all this. apart from the podcast itself. <laughs> this isn't criticism. This is a celebration. It is a celebration. A weekly celebration, <laughs> and we do it with love. No, people love my dad. He's got cult status. Like everyone wants to 
Like, like you say, celebrate Rocky Flintstone's writing. My favourite thing last week was when you tried to skip through dialogue as if he's never written it. That's my favourite <laughs> thing, because you can hear the colour of your face in the headphones. Peace. And I love it. It's horrible. Like, could you imagine it? Just put yourself well, in my position for like you've five asked me You're that. I brought you something. Oh. Oh. Well, I brought Rocky something, a gift. Oh. Um, it's not actually from me. Oh. But you're not the only one. We're in a similar-ish sort of position. If oh. you see this book here. <gasps> a Woman's Guide to Loving Sex but it's by, by Trisha, Trisha Barnes. Barnes. No. Oh, my Fucking God. This book way. was uh, published in 1991 when I was <laughs> 10 years old. I actually can't breathe. Thanks very much, <laughs> Mum. And you can see in the front she wrote, um, Dear Rocky, I hope Belinda finds love. Best wishes, Trisha. Oh, Trisha. And she crossed out, she crossed out um, oh, that's a little 15 biog. years experience and put 40 years experience as a sexual and marital <laughs> counsellor because this book is so old. And she was like, well, I, I have to change it. I have to update the bio. Yeah, exactly. Legend. I should add that she's, she's, she's a little bit embarrassed of this book now because she's like, it's 25 years old or something. And I don't yeah, think it's aged today. Things but, have moved um, on. Yeah. The bodies are still the same. The, the advice is still good. My mum gives the best advice of any human there has ever lived. Her but, carnal knowledge knows no bounds. But uh, there are some tidbits in here which I feel, A, are very helpful for Rocky, but <laughs> also some quite good advice for Belinda. And I remembered this when you guys you texted me. You are joking. Will you read us the blurb? Yeah. A Woman's Guide to Loving Sex is the book every woman will want to read, companion to a major video setting new standards in this controversial field. A major video? Where's VHS. The video? It was a VHS. <laughs> I saw it when I was 11. <laughs> Scarred for life. It is specifically for women and about women examining relationships from the female perspective. Wonderful. And there's a little checklist of things awesome. it includes. Can you tell us the, on the back there? What's, oh, what's on um, the checklist? A Woman's Guide to Loving Sex considers the management of loving... The management of loving. The Belinda business does. management of loving. Doesn't say business, but yes. <laughs> Contraceptive choices. Mm-hmm. There's many. Rarely mentioned in this book. <laughs> Common sexual problems. Sex uh-huh. and pregnancy. Childbirth and parenthood. Oh, wow. Full Affairs spectrum. outside your main relationship. The menopause. Sex and the older woman. Oh, wonderful. It is a cradle to grave. Ben. Sexual what manual a book to for have women. On the coffee table when your friends come round um, at eleven. But I did. I was looking through it and I found <gasps> a couple <gasps> of things. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa. There's pen and ink type drawings of couples uh, engaging. Engaging. So one is a man lying down, and a lady is. It's called reverse cowgirl. <laughs> yeah, we all you, know. We know. We know. Reverse cowgirl. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, you were skirting around it. Definitely knew. Then we don't all know, okay? So talk to me about when you first discovered that Trish had penned this. Um, I think I may have found the VHS first. <gasps> I do remember, though, I think they filmed an in- her interview for the VHS in our house. And I just remember being sort of, you know, 10 or 9 or something and being, like, told I wasn't allowed in that room today. And there was, like, lots of people sort of milling around so quite exciting because you didn't really know what it was about I didn't know what was going on and then I remember finding the VHS and like trying to play it and I remember it being there being like like soft core like reenactments reenactments but then it would suddenly cut to my mum talking about it (laughs) so I said turn it even at 10 or 11 I was like turn it off turn it off (laughs) don't watch this Ben it'll rot your brain soft core is like as hot as it gets, you you kind of a bit like when you're oh, this eleven, is great. Yeah. and then your mum suddenly pops up. Fucking oh hell! Oh my god, that's the stuff of nightmares, isn't it? Like sexual arousal, <laughs> then your mum being like, "No, no." Did people know? Did like your friends know and things? Or I don't, I don't really remember anyone particularly bring it bring it up. Other, I mean, they knew what she did for a living, so I think they were like, "Your mum does sex." 
Like, well, yeah, so does yours, otherwise you wouldn't be, be here. here. What a great comeback. <laughs> I'm not sure I ever was precocious enough to actually say that, but I, like, that's what I'm saying later. now. At 35, I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> now I thought of it. And I feel like this has genuinely put you both in a minority, like a quite close clique now. Like, I like that you feel like you're open to share your experiences. I think we should encourage more people in the world to come out yeah, and say it. Yeah. And say, my parent writes about sex. And we can we could be an army. Oh my god. We could be the unsullied. Would we be on the same team though? Because my mum n- knows about it. And, <laughs> oh. oh, oh my god, should we it's, leave the room, Alice? It's, it's a torture. I mean, I'm just saying Listen. that this is I, I mean, I sort of brought this gift in an advisory capacity for maybe <laughs> Trisha's going to consult. There, there is, there are diagrams of like where the cervix is and stuff. Really? <laughs> in there. Really? Well, the thing is, like, this is the thing. My really dad never diagrams. read this book clearly, and he should have clearly. done. Clearly. And hopefully, by the time he gets onto Belinda Blink Five, he'll have read the book. Although, although my dad does enjoy saying that it was the only people ever to lose money on a sex video. <laughs> <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash my dad. Um, so we didn't know that you were going to be a complete expert on being the offspring of a sex writer. So, mm. I mean, already you go into the Hall of Fame as being like Amazing. a fantastic guest. Um, but we actually thought as you're here and you're going to go back to LA, you know, whenever and, you know, forget about us in your posh Hollywood Hills house. Um, we should <laughs> you to- come and record there as well. Is it good acoustics? I don't know. <laughs> He's never done a podcast. Very though. high ceilings, a lot of marble. Yeah, it would be shit. It's a bit echoey. <laughs> You're like, it's very swanky. Does sound bounce off swank? <laughs> um, we... Swank sound like a dirty word. <laughs> oh, He's having a massive swank. You said before we started, everything's going to sound like a quote from this book. It really is, and it does. Um, we wondered if you could help us with a little task. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're from the world of acting, we wondered if you could help us um, do some casting for the film. Mm-hmm. 
We because um, we're coming to the end of book three now, and there's loads of new characters. I think in series one we thought so about many. who we'd cast for different mm. roles, but there's a whole host in, of new characters in series three. And you still don't have a Belinda. Exactly. Well, first off, do you want a role? And if you wanted a role, who, who would, would it be? be? Well, bloody Nick Holt came up with my what I thought was my really clever Adam idea. But then I was torn between him and, as you know, I love the accent challenge. So I sure. thought maybe the maybe the Marco. Really, Marco, Marco Rodriguez. Well, here's the thing. You two, yes, hi. Were obviously fairly disgusted by Marco, but then also both a little bit swoony about him when he got I like got quite, going I for the first time. Marco. He was the only character that anyone was like, "Oh, he sounds all right." <laughs> so I was like, "I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's easier." So you think you're hot enough to play Marco, Ben? I can't remember anything about what he does other than, like, think she's classy for lying on the street. <laughs> tarmac. Rolling in the tarmac. With Some the blush out. tarmac. Because he was Jim Sterling's plastic surgeon, of course. See, I could, yeah, I could do that. Play a surgeon. Yeah. Mm. Have you played a surgeon before? No, see, new, new territory. Mm. I like a challenge. Yeah. You could just use your Prince Caspian voice from the first film. Well, I'll just, t- just turn up and just do it. <laughs> just wing it. Um, um, okay, um, so you're Marco Rodriguez. Great. So, could you see so you're getting desperate now because everyone else you said, "Well, are you?" or "We'll see the screen test." And with me, you're like, "Yeah, fine, fine, you can do that." And we um, need to get is there anything cast. else you could do because this is upcoming. We've got deadlines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've hired the Our crew. Our financing is about to fall out the bottom of this thing. All right, we need to get everyone cast. That's stat. by the way, all you ever hear. Yeah, yeah. And that's every conversation ever in Los Angeles. <laughs> We're about to lose all the money. Yeah. Um. Uh, turns out we have no money to lose. Um. Yeah. But, but do who you, else? Well, do you? I think all three of you have to play a role of. Obviously, and no one ever asks you who in the film you would want to play. You, obviously, if you're this desperate, you're all going to have to <coughs> chip in and play That's someone, true. aren't we? Well, I know who I'd like. Who I'd like Helga. Yeah, you would be a good Helga. Well, You've because I can't act, and I embody Helga. So, you could like, bring your own knitwear. I could, I could provide my own costume. <laughs> um, I feel like I live Helga anyway, so that would be really easy. Yeah. I, I actually think Jamie, you would make a great Doctor Robbins, but it's already been taken. Fuck off! <laughs> well, I'm taken twice. No, I think I should be Andy Milston then. Yeah, yes. I was going to say. I think you've got the voice for it. Thanks. Yeah, we might, you might need to be aged. I feel like he's old. They old. can age me up. Yeah. You know, prosthetics. Daisy Ridley's in prosthetics to be the Duchess. I can do Andy Milston. Good, good. Leave good, it with me. Very good point. Yeah. Really, James should be the youngest man, but that's gone too. That's gone. Um, what about one of the um, one of the old cowboys? The old, one oh, of the old steak and tits. The ranch hands. Oh, the steak, ayers and tits. Oh, no, it could be Hank Skank. Hank Skank. Can it be no, Hank you Skank? can't be Hank Skank. You've got the accent, James. You haven't got the range. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, James looks so forlorn at <laughs> being so rejected. This is what it's like, James. <laughs> this is the actor's life. Yeah. It's a dog's life. You, you had a very life, small window into what it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, the audition. You had the, the role, rejection it process. got snatched away from you immediately. <laughs> no, okay, you could be Hank Skank if yeah, you want. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Hank Skank. Or Virgil. You can be Virgil. Virgil is such a bit part. That's such... How dare you? James, it's not about... It's what you make of the role, right, well, you'll be producer. You'll be a producer slash performer as well so that's you'll be busy so you probably want to take such a, a fob off that's clearly what they say to actors right? they're like <laughs> we'll give your producer credit if you shut up <laughs> <laughs> and what does that involve <laughs> no, remember, remember how you promised to shut up and fuck off yeah. um, so I'm trying to think of some of the new characters in this book there's so a whole host of play, new people who's going to play um, 
what I think is the prime cameo of the um, the sound man at the O2. <laughs> the oh, I don't know why he's really Burke. stuck with me. Um, who did you who did you? Well, want? I um, with Nick, I said that maybe James McAvoy could play him. Mm, yeah, um, mm-hmm. but maybe he isn't. He, he can play a lot of things, enough. though, couldn't he? I feel like he, you need to give him something meaty. We can't you need waste to give him the James. flesh of yeah, mankind right. or blue ejaculate or something. <laughs> yeah, something meaty. Mm. No, I know, I know who who could play Alfie, who? and you might have worked with him. I think okay. maybe. Okay. Peter Dinklage. Yes. Oh, <gasps> yes, I have. That's such he's a good He's been great. He's the most wonderful man in the world. Would he do it? Do you reckon? Would he, would, would he be up for it? Is, he, is this a sort of project he's got he'd an be ama- attracted he's got a, a, to? An amazing naughty sense of humour, so I imagine so. And he's just about to finish Game of Thrones, so he's, he'll be So free. he's going to need a job. He needs a follow-on project that's going to be as big as Game of Thrones, Belinda blinked. It's it's a franchise, guys. And plus, it's a cameo. You only need him for three hours. Okay, done. Peter. Um, Klaus Block. I've always had in mind... Klaus. Um, Christoph Waltz to play Klaus Christoph Waltz do anything though double he? Oscar winner yeah. stop saying he could do anything though that's what you said about McAvoy he could do anything though okay so who else is there Madeleine Chocolat Madeleine Chocolat mm. okay French oh I think Eva Green or Ava Green as you're supposed to say I was going to say Marion Cotillard same same isn't she a bit <laughs> not same same <laughs> they're interchangeable <laughs> I jest I jest isn't she a bit um, like broader I think Marianne no, Madeleine. <laughs> it's broader. Does Madeleine involve nudity? Madeleine Chocolat. Everyone all involves nudity. Because we know Ava Green's all right with that, don't we? Oh, that is true. She loves it, doesn't she? Get them out. Um... <laughs> broader, broader. We're going to offend someone You can't someone say now. that, Ben. Oh, yeah. You said it. You I said it. I said she's all right with it, clearly, because she has a history of it. You're the one who says she bloody loves she's it. She's got previous. <laughs> <laughs> she's got previous. Oh, my God, have you ever had to do nudity in a film? Yes. Well, Westworld. Oh, yeah, you had to ride off in... I did. And they sometimes give you a little pouch. Michael Sheen told us about the pouch. The pouch, yeah. And uh, if they need to see, like, side of... Flesh. Kind of thigh and hip. Flesh, thigh and hip area, or from the back, then you can't wear it as a thong. You have to stick it on... Oh, with bits of double-sided, basically. No. And sometimes a costumer will say, do you need any help? Do you want me to do it? And you think, no, I'm all right with that. Thing, so I'll stick it on myself. But, but if you're doing That's an activity... That's where Alfie activity, would come and help, help for Yes, I need... <laughs> I need Peter Dinklage on set now. immediately to tape this to my underside of my balls. Oh, um, wow. And then if you're doing any kind of activity, like, especially if you're riding a horse... The very first day yeah. of that, I, they slapped the horse's ass and it galloped off. <gasps> and then the little pouch just went, <laughs> and I sat in my head and watched it go. And just oh, looked God. back thinking, I hope someone brings that to me. Because <laughs> for the decency of the crew, really. I mean, you know, if I'm naked on a horse, eh, but so what? And but, the decency of the horse, really. Yeah. <laughs> it was a saddle. Oh, my God, you were, you were bareback. No, there was a saddle. No, you were Rocky bareback. Bareback in Rocky's world. Bareback in Rocky's no world pants. is completely wrong. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> what, what did he say was bareback? Oh, um, commando. Yeah. yeah. Just means, yeah, no knickers. How many takes was it? I probably only rode off about four four times. Oh, that was so enough. That was enough, though, yeah. And, um, and will you be riding back naked? <laughs> I think it's all right to say I am going to do a little bit more in You're season back two. In Westworld, yeah. I've only read one scene with, with with myself in it, and it is not naked on a horse. Oh damn! But beyond that, I don't know. He's found some clothes. He's okay. found some clothes. Logan somewhere. will be dressed. Logan will be dressed. Spoiler for one scene at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the rest of it, we 
completely bald naked, but you know. Bald naked. Yo, who's bald naked again? Everyone's bald, Everyone's naked. bald naked. Uh, well, Ben, you've been amazing. Thanks for swinging by. We've loved chatting Thank with you. you. It has been a dream come true. Thanks for the book. Rocky's going to love that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I hope so. Jamie and Ben, I think you two should take each other's numbers and kind of have a little. Can you help group. me through this, we can, we can this hard therapy? <laughs> Be each other's therapy. Amazing. I'm in for it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ben Vaughn. Thank you so Thank much. Down, 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 down. Ben, you need to chill out. Sorry. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX. 